Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Happy day after 4th of July. Did you do anything for your holiday? We spent last week at my parents' lake house in the Northern California foothills. It's about 45 minutes outside of Stockton on a lake called Tulloch, T-U-L-L-O-C-H. Just almost near Angel's Camp, if you know where that is. Those of you that are from Northern California, you probably recognize some of those names. Anyway, it was such an amazing trip and we had the best time. On Saturday night, we went to a 4th of July boat parade that they have every year on the lake. And we've actually never been before. When I graduated from high school, I literally left home and never came back. (laughs) Not because of anything other than I was just ready to get on with my life and go build what I wanted to build for it. And my parents didn't buy the lake house until my senior year. So I left for college at Chico State. That's actually where I met my husband. And then transferred to a really small Christian private university in Rexburg, Idaho, two years later. And we just, we spent the summers working after we got married. I worked all through summer before I got married. And so I just never went home to California. My stepbrother and stepsister always spent their summers up at the lake house, but I always wanted to spend my summers in Utah because. Utah has magical summers. It doesn't get cold at night here. So at 11 o'clock at night in July, it can be 95 degrees outside, 85 degrees outside, and it is just pure heaven. You don't need sunscreen, of course, because the sun has gone down. It is just a blast and everybody just does fun things. So Utah was always where I wanted to be in the summertime. It's the people that, that I loved to go out and go watch fireworks with and friends that I had here. I just loved being in Utah during those times. And so my family in California, they would get together and I just have never been there on the 4th of July. Then Sean and I got married and we put ourselves through our bachelor's degrees. Then he went on to get his doctorate degree. Then we started having babies and We would go out to the lake house every single summer, but never over the 4th of July because I never wanted to miss the 4th of July in Utah. It is just so much fun with my family here and all my cousins. And anyway, so this is the first time where we have been at the lake house close enough to the 4th of July that we got to see the boat parade. And it was the coolest thing ever. Literally, people had all of their boats with different Christmas lights on them and 4th of July flags that were all lit up. Um, there were even those jetpack guys in the water. Have you ever seen them before? I feel like it was probably 
I don't know, 12 or 13 years ago when I first remember Sean showing me a video of this new thing called a jetpack, right? Sort of like Iron Man, but you have to have water coming up out of a tube that has a pump in the water that's propelling you through the air. So if you've never seen it before and you're not driving your car or anything, open up your Google search or YouTube and just type in water jetpack and you'll see pictures. Or you can also go to my Instagram, imagine Emmeline. And I put a reel of it on my Instagram uh, over the weekend while we were there. And it was so cool because they literally hold, it's like they're flying through the air, but it's the water that's propelling them. And they dance all over and the water comes out of, it looks like it's coming out of their feet, right? Cause their feet are harnessed into these boots and the water like comes propelling out, like basically like a, like a water slide, but coming out the bottom of the feet. Anyway, it is the coolest thing ever. So they were, there were two of those guys that were dancing all around in the water, high up above us, like 30 feet in the air. And they even at one point had fireworks on them. So that was really cool to see. There were people that had lit up giant bald eagles, like blow up bald eagles. People are playing patriotic music. Other people were just playing really fun music that had nothing to do with America. There were boats that had giant LED palm trees on them. It was just the coolest thing to be out on the boat with hundreds of boats around us, just all lit up like Christmas, but in 4th of July colors and 4th of July themes. And then there were some people that lit off fireworks over the water. So you're just sitting on the water and the fireworks going up in the air and the water is reflecting them. It was gorgeous. So that is what we did last week. And then we flew home on Sunday so that we could host a 4th of July party at our house. This is our first summer with our pool that we get a host. So we're having family and friends over and, um, or we had, and it was just a great time. By the time you hear this, it will already have, have, have happened, <laughs> but I wanted to come and talk to you today about being able to be free to think, right? This 4th of July theme, because one of the biggest blessings of freedom that we all have is our thoughts. And sometimes our thoughts get a bad rap. I have this saying that I'll say where I'll say, brain, just shut up. I don't want to hear you right now. <laughs> and one of my team members, who's also one of my clients in my coaching community, Beyond the Rank, she found, her name's Carol, and she found a sign for me at a shop, like a local thrift store or something. And it says, dear brain, please shut up. And I love it. It's in my office. It makes me laugh. It's my favorite. And at the same time, one of the things that I've been thinking about as we've been coming up on 4th of July is how amazing it is that we get to think whatever we want. And there is literally no one that can ever take that freedom away from us. It is truly one of the biggest blessings that God has ever given us is the freedom to think. Now in the United States, of course, we have many other freedoms, freedom of speech, the right to bear arms, and so on and so forth. You can look up our constitution. There's so many different ones. And if you live in America, those are your freedoms. 
But if you live outside of America, you might not necessarily have some of those freedoms. But there is one freedom that we all share in the world, just one. And that is we are free to think whatever we want. And that freedom in and of itself is completely private to you and only you if you want it to be, which makes it even more special. But it also can provide challenges. I am going through master coach training certification through the Life Coach School. I received my coach training at the Life Coach School last summer. I went through the 90-day accelerated program. And then when master coach training opened up, I immediately knew I was supposed to do it. It's a six-month program. It's extremely... uh, It's accelerated. It is basically getting your PhD in life coaching. I have like a project proposal where I'm writing a book, sort of like a dissertation. We have workshops and classes and they critique our coaching and tell us the mistakes that we're making and how to make it better. And we figure out what we're thinking while we're coaching that's getting in the way of our coaching. And we're scrutinized in the best way. Like, I think I might be one of the only people. Well, I think, I think there's lots of people that are like me, actually. I think most of them are actually enrolled in master coach training, but I am the type of person where I'm like, Ooh, is this going to cause me is this going to be hard? Is this going to be difficult? Is someone going to point out all of my flaws and it's going to make me better? And most people are like, I don't want to do that. That sounds horrible. And I'm like raising my hand, jumping up and down in the back saying, that actually sounds amazing. And I can't wait to sign up. So that's what master coach training is. And in master coach training, when they sit and they, they ask us, uh, as we have assignments every single month, it's sort of like going back to college too, because you have all these assignments and homework and daily things that you have to do where you're looking at your thoughts and you're scrutinizing yourself. And one of the things that came up for me as I was doing my, you know, end of end of the month, end of June video thing where we have to assess ourselves as a coach and then assess ourselves as a client. One of the things that came up for me in my daily coaching is how much I judge myself for my thoughts. And one trick that I have found really useful to myself that I want to teach you today is if you find yourself judging your own thoughts, right? Like not able to hold space for yourself, really critical of yourself. And what I mean by that is if you're someone who finds yourself thinking like, oh, I shouldn't be thinking this. What kind of a, what kind of a daughter thinks this about her mom? Or what kind of a woman says this to her children? Or what kind of a what kind of a business owner doesn't show up for her business, right? Like if you're, if you find yourself sort of criticizing yourself or judging yourself, or even if you are working on noticing your thoughts and your feelings and you find yourself thinking like, oh, I can't even believe that I'm still feeling upset about what someone said to me last week, or I can't even believe that it's been a year and I'm still not over that friendship that hurt, that, that I was hurt in. Or maybe you're someone who's been divorced and you think, oh, I can't believe I'm not over my ex-husband. I should be over him by now, right? Or something that someone said to you or whatever. And a lot of times we beat ourselves up and we say things to ourselves like, oh, 
we should be, we sh- this should be going faster. We should be over this by now. What kind of a, like one of the things that I will catch myself saying is what kind of a coach are you? If you can't even, if you can't even get over this with this one person, if, if this thing is still bothering you a year later, what kind of a coach are you? And one of the things that I respond to myself in my brain with is I'm the human kind of coach. I'm the human kind of mother. I'm the human kind of wife. I'm the human kind of business owner. Because when we allow ourselves to truly be the 50-50 version of ourselves that we are, right? 50% a mess and 50% exceptional all the time. There's no 100% perfect version of any of us out there. We're all just 50-50. 50% of us is a mess and 50% of us is exceptional. And that goes for everyone and everything. And so when I look at myself and I find myself judging myself, when I would do my daily models, part of master coach training is we do daily written CTFAR models. We write down the circumstance, our thought, our feeling, our action, our result. And then we have to ask ourselves questions and write it all down every single day. And it is very telling. It has opened up a lot of things for me that I haven't noticed before about what I'm thinking. Because in the past, I've been lazy since graduating, since since certifying last summer, I've been a little bit lazy. I just do my models in my head. I run a model in my head. Oh, this is my circumstance. This is my thought. This is my feeling. These are my actions. This is my result. But I wasn't writing it down. Well, I have to write a model down every day. I have to do about 15 to 20 minutes of self-coaching every single day for six months straight. And man, it is pushing me. And like I was saying before, what I'm noticing is I'm really judgmental of my own thoughts. Now, if no one is ever going to read them, I can hold a little bit more space for myself. But all of these things that I am writing down, I have to submit. And some of the best coaches in the Life Coach School are reading them and giving me feedback on them. And so as I'm writing them out, I'm noticing that I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm such a horrible person for thinking this. Or, oh, maybe like there was one where I wrote about something that is a little bit of a, a hot topic politically right now. In my mind, I thought, oh my gosh, I hope I don't offend someone with this, right? And one of the things that that I did a little trick that I want to teach you today that helped me to sort of have less judgment for myself as I was asking myself questions about why I think certain thoughts that I think and why I feel the way I feel and the result that it gives me is I would start asking myself questions with we instead of you. Here's why. When I coach clients, if you're in my member community and you totally should be, if you're not, you're missing out. I'm actually teaching a workshop all about marriage this Friday, and it's not too late to join. You can go to emilygibsoncoaching.com backslash shop, and you can join for a month, and then you can decide to stay or go. It's totally up to you. But for $59, you're going to get my workshop on marriage this Friday, marriage and business and how to make it work. And it's going to be something that even if you don't own a business, you're going to want to listen to because it's going to give you a lot of tips on how to have balance in your marriage. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh my gosh, go sign up for my workshop, you guys. So when I, when in, oh, my clients. So as I'm coaching my clients, it's so easy for me to hold space for them, even if they bring me something that I disagree with. It's so easy for me to hold space with them because I am here and they are there 
and I have no judgment for them. Zero. And when I'm coaching myself, I have judgment for myself. Now, when I look at, for example, when I look at a circumstance like my son asking me what's for dinner, and my thought is, I don't know, and I don't want you to ask me. And then I feel frustrated. And from frustrated, my brain starts thinking about, well, what's in my kitchen? And what's in my pantry? And what could I make? And how should I spend $100 on DoorDash to get a family of six dinner tonight? Because I don't want to cook. And I don't feel badly about not wanting to cook. I just don't want to cook. And why are they asking me? Why do they need to eat every day? Like, it doesn't make any sense why my brain is offering these thoughts, but this is what my brain does when it's feeling frustrated, thinking, I don't want you to ask me what's for dinner. And then I start to catastrophize and I start thinking about how if I don't make them dinner and I don't get a good protein in them, then they're just going to eat Annie's mac and cheese and live on carbs and be unhealthy adults one day that don't have the ability to make healthy food for themselves. This is where my brain spins out, right? And then, of course, my result is something to the effect of I am not lining up with myself or I am missing out on enjoying my children or I hurt me or I get in my own way. I get in my way of solving my pro- of solving my own problems. Like things something something along the lines of that. It's a little bit messy because I'm just sort of like trying to I don't remember what the exact result was that I wrote down when I did that specific model several weeks ago, but you get the idea. And so I was having a hard time seeing that anything else could be true because our brains want to be right more than they want to be wrong. Always always always. If you don't know this, know this now. And your brain will seek evidence of it being right, even if it's wrong. So in my mind, what's right is you need to eat protein before you eat carbs. And protein is better for your body than carbs. Says who? And why is it a problem? Because what I came to as I was coaching myself and and the way I did this is I would, instead of saying, why do you think this is a problem? As I'm coaching myself, I was saying things like, why do we think this is a problem? Now. I'm self-coaching just myself. But when I refer to myself as we, and this is what I want to help you try to do as you're doing your own self-coaching. When you refer to yourself as we, it feels less threatening. It feels less intimidating. It feels less responsibility to me. And in that space, I'm able to have less judgment for myself. And I find that I'm able to open up a little bit more with myself and get a little bit more honest with myself so that I don't have to feel like I need to defend my rightness, my correctness, what I think is right. And so as you are noticing your own thoughts and when you're thinking something is right, like this is just right, it's a fact, but I could not prove it in a court of law, then you know if it's an opinion, like you should eat protein before carbs, that is an opinion, right? Because there are people all over the country that don't have, or all over the world that don't have access to protein and they still survive every day and their bodies are fairly healthy. They're alive. At least they're not dying, 
They're living off of rice and beans, which is mostly starches and carbs. And they're doing okay. Like my daughter's dance teacher, Tiffany, she went to Africa to teach school for two, for several weeks. And they have porridge and rice and beans for lunch. Nobody is giving them chicken or steak or worrying about how much protein they're getting. They're getting the food that they need to survive. And here I am worried that my kids are getting too much of certain foods. So I know that this is an opinion. I know like what an amazing thing for me to, for me to have that worry. When I ask myself this question, what's another way that we could, what's another way that we could analyze this, right? What's another way that we could look at this? And my brain answered me, isn't it so crazy that we get to worry that our kids might be getting too much of something? Aren't we so lucky to be getting too much of something? Because there are a lot of people in this world who are not getting enough food. They're barely getting enough to survive. And the way that I helped myself see a different alternative thought there to help me sort of get leverage over it was instead of saying, Emily, what's another way for you to look at this? I said, instead, Emily, what's another way that we could look at this? It's almost like you're getting on your own team, your your best teammate. And so I hope that as you work through some of your models this week, as you observe and have awareness of your thoughts and the feelings that they're causing for you and your behavior when you feel that way and how you show up when you feel that way and the result that it's bringing to you in your life, I hope that you can get on your own team, be your best team player. Start talking to yourself like, what do we think? What do we want to think? What do we want to feel about this? What's another way that we could interpret this? And as you become your own best team player, you're going to find that you're going to get more leverage over the things in your life that you might be stuck with right now. If for some reason you're struggling with something and you just can't get past it, I hope that you will join me over in my coaching community, Beyond the Rank. It is an amazing place where I can help you get leverage over it with my skills and training. And I promise you're going to be shocked at the person you you turn into in doing it. Happy 4th of July. Happy free to think. What an amazing blessing it is to live in the United States of America where we can do anything we want to do if we just decide to do it. I know. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.